Welcome to a Small Beam Light Podcast. This is episode three. Yes. On anxiety. I'm Emery Allen. And I'm Deanna LaCourt. And yeah, we're going to talk about the feeling of anxiety and having anxiety. This is probably a huge topic. One of the biggest topics because Emery and I have suffered from anxiety our, pretty much our entire yeah, lives. Like forever. <laughs> and um, <laughs> a lot of the topics that we do talk about in this podcast stem from anxiety or in, are in some way, shape, or form because of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is kind of like a big building block topic for a lot of the things that we do end up discussing. But yeah, so I guess there's nothing to do but just to like dive right into what yeah. anxiety is, you know. Like what, what, so what has your experience been with anxiety? My experience with anxiety has been pretty, you know, pretty difficult. Anxiety is a difficult thing mm-hmm. to deal with. From a young age, I've always had issues, you know, doing things on my own, having confidence, being able to do simple tasks like going into the store by myself, talking to new people. Any interaction with a person at all has been a huge struggle. It was so funny, actually. I brought up the fact that we were going to talk about this topic to my mother. Mm -hmm. And she just started laughing just because she said she just remembers it from a young age. She used to force me as a kid. um, She said maybe I was about seven or eight. She'd pull into the convenience store and she'd be like, Deanna, run in and get a glass (laughs) of or uh, a gallon of milk. And she said the look I would give her, I would turn beet red. I'd start tearing up and I'd be like, what do you mean? Me? (laughs) She's like, she's like, you'd be like me, me. I have to go. She's like, yes, Deanna, you go (laughs) into that store. So she would like do things like that because she's like, how are you ever going to survive in this world if you can't even go into a store and get a, okay, but you're seven, you're seven. (laughs) She's like, get in there, get in there. I know. But it would also, she would also do it, you know, as I got Mm -hmm. older as well. I mean, my friends have... (laughs) made fun of me because even like to this day, like, thank God you can order food online because (laughs) for me to make a phone call and order pizza is like insanely like (laughs) if someone else can call, like, please just do it for me. Yeah. Right now I'm trying to do a a big thing in my life, but I'm not going to announce it because I'll jinx it. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I have to like make a ton of phone calls to like serious people Mm -hmm. that I've never met before. And I'm like, how do I, how do I, what do I say? <laughs> what do I say? I like don't want to be myself. I don't want to be like, hey, this is Deanna. What's up? Like, it's Emery. Yeah, How's it right. going? <laughs> oh my God. Like it's like um, a mutual friend of ours, Alyssa, would always just be like, Deanna has to call like to make fun of me or like to like push me, but also to like, you know, kind of like show how ridiculous I'm being because but she's then like, she you calls can't. for you. She anyways. does call for me. She's called I don't know if I should say that she's called the bank for me. Like she yes. like pretends to be me because I had, I have such a hard time doing it. Um, what has helped me actually with just like calling random people is I had a desk job for a while. So I was constantly making phone calls, especially I sold insurance for a few months and that was a lot of cold calling yeah, like strangers. True. So after a while you start to get numb to it. And you know, like I work at TJ's and I have to, I have to answer the phone. And for me, that is like nothing. TJ, right, how can same. I help you? Like, like, I'm like, it's nothing. But when I have to make an outgoing phone call. <laughs> <laughs> That's how does it work. We we get, um, I, you know, I work at a cafe or a coffee shop, and we get online orders now. And we weren't doing that before. And when it doesn't, um, when, we don't have, when we don't have something, we have to, like, someone has to call whoever ordered and tell them we're out and everyone in the coffee shop like we're all just like ooh, who's gonna do it this time like 
everybody hates it so much why is that such a thing i don't understand like it's there it's, it's all, awkward but it's not it's, but like, it's really not in the person that you're talking to is a person yeah like just they, a person it's a literally like my mom would say that too like they're just a human being they're okay, nothing it's still scary mom. yeah i know i know yeah i used to when i was really little i remember um like in kindergarten getting on the bus and being because so i have a twin sister and like we did everything together Mm -hmm. and that was well i guess for in kindergarten we were allowed to still be in classes but after that we weren't allowed Mm -hmm. to be in classes like ever which is so weird and i don't know why they did that Uh, maybe because i had obvious separation anxiety (laughs) but but remember getting on the bus and like just crying i didn't want to be on the bus at all i didn't want to go to school i wanted to stay home yeah, and like my whole all all throughout school, I remember always being going to the nurses in elementary school because my stomach hurt. Yeah. I didn't know it was anxiety. My my parents didn't know it was. No one knew it was anxiety, but I would just always thought I was sick. I always just didn't feel good. I didn't. I felt like just uncomfortable. Yeah. And then later, it's like, oh, you have anxiety. Yeah. There's something actually going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was like, yeah, I did the same thing. It was actually me switching i actually went to catholic school um until i was in the fourth grade and then or the fifth grade and then my mom switched me to go to willoughby middle and first of all this was you know switching schools with anxiety is a huge deal second it's from a private school to a public school completely different scene um but every single day like my mom she said it haunts her the face that i made my first day on the bus i like looked out and i just had streaming (laughs) tears and um yeah for the first like three or four weeks i would literally tell you know my teacher like i'm sick i went Mm -hmm. to the nurses and then finally like after like i don't know maybe like two two weeks three weeks something like that of me like every other day doing that she brought me to the guidance counselor instead of the nurse and she's like, you need to talk to this person. And I, I was wish like, someone uh, did that to me. But this guidance counselor, all he told oh. me was, you need to join an activity. <laughs> so he signed me up for band, <laughs> band, and I and I played the flute. And I was like, why is that so funny? <laughs> because that's, that's like, like, like and, and, and me being new, like I don't know, like honestly, in sixth grade, like band was like nerds, like and then right, like, and that's and, their solution. <laughs> Yeah, girl, so, you just got to go play band. Sorry. You got to be in the band. And You're then, obviously so socially like, anxious, yeah. so this is going to make it all way better. <laughs> so, yeah, I did sixth grade band for a year and hated it. Well, then I'm the glad flute. that yeah, and nobody sent me to a guidance counselor. <laughs> <laughs> the nurse was super cool. She'd call my mom. Yeah. My mom would come pick me up. Yeah. She would let me just lay there on the little cot and just take a nap. Maybe she, nice. maybe she knew. Maybe she knew that I was just like anxious. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think I experienced my full blown, my first full blown panic attack until I was maybe like 18. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always had like that anxiety feeling, you know, just like constantly being anxious, constantly yeah. overwhelmed, fearful, you know, all that kind of stuff. But the actual like full blown, holy shit, like something's not right. Something's yeah. off. I think I was, I was 18 when that happened. So I, it was, it was a little while, but. I, so it was a lot, not a lot, but I felt super anxious when I was little. That was the, the one panic attack I really remember. But I remember just like every night just feeling really anxious and just shaky and just like, ugh. Yeah. But um, I feel like that kind of ended up going away when I was in elementary school growing up and then going in middle school. It was totally fine. And then up until, I mean, I was definitely kind of like, excuse me kind of like depressed a little bit I felt I felt not normal still still Mm -hmm. felt like moody or whatever the word is and those aren't the right words but um 
it wasn't until I was in the abusive relationship when I was like 15, 16, 17 that my anxiety came back. Mm-hmm. And then it's just kind of been like a, I don't know, it just it got like triggered by that. And then it's just been been there since. Not always. It's kind of like an on and off thing. Sometimes it's really, really, really bad. And I can't do anything at all. And then sometimes it's just like not present for a long time. And it's just weird that it's yeah not consistent yeah or... it, com- it can come in waves for sure mm-hmm. um I think that I always wake up with anxiety but I think I'm so used to the feeling that I only like I'll just deal with it like that's just that's just how I feel every day yeah but I can tell when it's like extreme obviously mm-hmm. so the extremeness comes in waves but like right now I'm anxious me too like I <laughs> We're also like talking <laughs> like into a microphone and recording a podcast, which is obviously going to make about, us anxious. Yeah. Talking about anxiety. Yeah. Um, but I like, like I, I go to work and yeah, I feel anxious. anxious. Over what? Right. Over what? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Just existing as a human being. Exactly. Yeah. Literally just being human makes me anxious. Yeah. It's super, it's super weird. I, and you know, I've met people that have said that they have never experienced anxiety mm-hmm. before. They don't even know what it's like. And I'm just like. How? And not even once like what do you mean and they're like no no like no, you no. Like, you oh. can just drive somewhere and not yeah. worry about like where you're gonna park yeah oh my god that's a huge deal <laughs> and like, i know what? we're not alone in that because i've <laughs> talked to people who said they won't go somewhere if they there's not guaranteed parking right. or you have to parallel park or or pa- i hate parking garages those oh, give me yeah. major anxiety mm-hmm though i've been stuck in them before so see that, the, that yeah, right there i'm like the, nope. the garage door wouldn't open and i was literally stuck in there for like 20 25 minutes because the power went out so the oh garage door God. like it would not open so we're all stuck in line and then it just so happened to be this was this last winter when i worked at state farm <laughs> no. and then and then oh, yeah. someone tried to get out and the snow and the ice was so bad that they couldn't like get up so their car kept sliding backwards oh and and so she was like stuck in like the way to get out like uphill for a while and then they were just like all right you pull back everybody pull back so she can get back in she's clearly not getting out of this right now somebody else is gonna have to do it and then i was like fuck this like i'm not sitting here so i just sent it like (laughs) just went (laughs) like right up dude i fucking flew i was out of there dude i was not about to be so sometimes anxiety gives you a little bit of power (laughs) <laughs> like I was like pulling up and the guy who was like working in the garage like he was the maintenance guy mm-hmm. or whatever he was like is this four-wheel drive I was like no sir and I, just <laughs> I just laid on the gas I didn't let anything stop me and I got out so whatever fuck that fuck <laughs> yeah but that was very that. it was scary the light it was pitch black and everything you no, know what I mean I like would have a panic attack yeah it was 100%. it was scary it was, I was trying really hard. I was, it was like 30 degrees out and I was blasting the AC mm-hmm. because I was just like getting hot flashes and yeah. I was freaking out. Yeah. But you got out. I got out. There was an end I'm to here. it. Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, so should we go over some questions? Yeah. Okay. But someone was asking, how do you know if you have anxiety? I think we can just talk about like symptoms that we yeah. felt or thoughts that we've had that have kind of been like, oh, this, I'm feeling anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, like I, my mouth gets dry. I get like shaky, clammy hands. My stomach, it's usually like my stomach gets upset. If I'm just like feeling anxious. Yeah. There's also like the feeling of like, I get lightheaded. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also feel like either a, like every time is moving way too fast 
or time is moving way too slow. Yeah. You know, it, it, it doesn't feel real. It feels like you're kind of like on something. Like yeah. it, it, it's super odd. You kind of feel out of body a little bit, at least for me. Sometimes I get tunnel vision and yeah, I'll get dizzy, clammy hands, like Emery said. Stomach aches, not really often. I guess I, I get more stomach aches like after, like let's say if I have a panic attack, mm-hmm. like an actual panic attack. Then my stomach will hurt and I'll sometimes like be really nauseous and I'll end up throwing up. Yeah. But with like normal just like anxiety, anxiety. I guess we have to like kind of define yeah, like there's what different that is. Levels so, of it. so feeling anxious and having anxiety versus panic disorder and having a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Um, my anxiety will eventually lead to a panic attack if something's super severe or I let right. myself get to that point. Sometimes I can't help it and it just happens out of yeah. nowhere. But I guess like the symptoms of anxiety are a little bit, I mean, they're on the same realm, but panic, a p- actual panic attack, the symptoms are a lot more severe. Yeah, it's like, way more extreme. Yeah, I'll end up like actually passing out, like when I have a, I'll faint, like when I actually yeah. have a panic attack and that like my body short goes of breath like and, numb. I yeah, can't move my can't hands. Can't move my fingers. Can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty scary. It feels like you're having um like a stroke or a heart attack or you feel like you're actually dying like, and it's, it's 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 super weird so hard to talk yourself mm-hmm. down from it. that too especially mm-hmm. like sometimes you just get too deep into it yeah and it's just like okay well fuck i'm just in it then so i just have to ride it out yeah i don't know there's yeah it's just hard it's and yeah. it's hard to know like you can't you don't know when it's i don't know you know what your triggers are or whatever but yeah it's not really but sometimes like control you can you can avoid the triggers and sometimes you can't and then sometimes it'll just happen like I've noticed that I'll have you know like extreme anxiety or like a panic attack like the day after something happened oh yeah like it's like a delayed reaction you know like like maybe I had like a super stressful week at work or I'm in a fight with somebody or just I'm uncomfortable with how something happened Mm -hmm. and then like all of a sudden I'll just wake up and I will have extreme anxiety and I'll feel super panicky and I don't understand why. And I've learned that it's actually my nervous system and my body reacting to mm-hmm. something that had happened a couple of days. It's just there's a delay and it's Yeah. Your it's body's like nuts. just now processing. Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So like we're we're going into there's the you know, fight fl- fight, flight, or freeze mode. Mm-hmm. And just so people with more severe anxiety, like that, that is triggered by just like any, like just smaller things and mm-hmm. our, our brains are trying to protect us, but we don't need it. Thank you. But no, thank you. Like right. I can drive in this car. I'm fine. I'm going to be fine. How do you know if you have anxiety? I mean, if you experience what we just said yeah. i mean that's pretty much you have it <laughs> right um, not to diagnose you we're not no, diagnosing we're not, not not diagnosing but i mean i've struggled with it my entire life and if you're experiencing i've actually like never really truly been diagnosed i've never been to a therapist in my life really um no i um just know i have i mean i experiences i experience the same thing as my aunt my mom mm-hmm. my brother we all have these symptoms and we all basically i just come from a family of anxious people i was diagnosed with anxiety and depression when i was 17 mm-hmm. um yeah i didn't really know what it was before then i don't know when i was like oh i have anxiety yeah. i don't even know when that was i just remember like feeling something all the time and then suddenly there's like a name yeah feeling oh yeah oh i thought this was like normal and then all of a sudden it just wasn't i mean i I feel like i knew it wasn't normal but i didn't think i thought it was just me 
Yeah. I didn't think it was something everybody could feel or that like, what is it? What is it like 25%? I think it's higher now, but back then it was 25% oh, yeah. of people have it. Yeah. But the, you know how many people don't get it diagnosed? Mm-hmm. So it's like really hard. Like look at me, for example. Yeah. Like I haven't actually been a statistic in the books, but right. um, I 100% have it. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess I could be a statistic. It depends. I don't know what general doctors do. I don't know. For that. I don't know either. Because I've gotten prescribed medication for both depression and anxiety mm-hmm. from her, but she's not a psychologist or psychiatrist, psychiatrist or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But they're allowed to do that, so. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Right. Okay. What are some healthy coping strategies? I mean, it depends, I guess, where you're at in your anxiety. I do think meditation is a good a good thing to do. It's hard to get into. And it's not a thing that, I don't know, I feel like when you're in a panic attack, deep breathing doesn't always help meditating doesn't always help sometimes when you're like in a panic attack you have to just ride it out and just like i don't know just yeah ride there's it really out. nothing you can do except yeah. like try to breathe some things that i like to do um distractions count, count backwards i like to just do like little mundane things like my aunt likes to count change mm-hmm. i like to hold ice cubes i pace yeah or um, i go on a walk or Mm-hmm. that helps but if you're like feeling really like a lot of times like if it's really bad um panic attack wise you can't really walk so it's just best to just like sit there and ride it out yeah. and just breathe and just get through it because it will end it comes yeah. to an end that's the one even though thing... it feels like it's not going to <laughs> it does but yeah that's like the biggest yeah like you feel like you're going to mm-hmm. be in it forever but you're not it's always going to end mm-hmm. and that like having that in my mind while I'm feeling whatever I'm feeling has helped a lot. And then you don't feel as resistant to whatever is actually happening. And you can kind of just ride it out more when you're just like, okay, this isn't going to be forever. And you, you kind of have to give into it a little bit to hit mm-hmm. the peak and then just yeah. let it let it go away. And I can like tell when I'm like, oh, okay, I'm almost at the peak. I'm almost mm-hmm. there. I'm almost there. And then once you hit it, it's down. Yep, exactly. <laughs> like, okay. It's a roller coaster. All that drama for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I guess how it feels. Mm-hmm. And I guess like ways like before, like to prevent, like there are ways to prevent like feeling extremely anxious or having like panic attacks. Um, anxiety stems mostly from stress and mm-hmm. to find ways to lessen your stress is definitely going to help. I don't know I'm not really good at that. Um, I, I kind of am. Yeah. If you want me to talk Yeah, about. go for it. Yeah. So definitely eat well. Like if you're feeling anxious and it's because like usually when I'm anxious, I like don't really want to eat, but you still need to feed your body or you're just going to actually feel worse mm-hmm. and you'll just feel water. anxious even more. Yeah. Drink water. You just eat a banana, eat some toast, whatever. Just put something in you so that you can feel a bit more human. I do recommend journaling always. I think that when we're feeling anxious, it's there isn't always a root, but I feel like there's there's usually a trigger of some sort and I think it's important to like try to go deep inside and figure out what that is, but that's like a long process. I definitely do recommend meditation too. Not even like extreme, just you can do it a couple like I get more anxious at night. I don't really get anxious in the morning. So if I'm feeling pretty anxious, then I'll just like, I have headspace. I like pay for the whatever yearly thing, subscription. But, um, so I'll use headspace and they have like good guided meditations and you can pick whether it's like five minutes or 20 minutes or whatever. So I'll usually, if it's at night, then I'll just put some headphones in and I'll do, they do like a sleep body scan. So you just like start at the top of your head and you just like 
bring awareness to like every part of your body and you just go down and you usually fall asleep before that's you pretty even, cool yeah it's before you even like get to your feet you're asleep yeah yeah i like to go outside barefoot <laughs> sometimes like just putting my feet in the grass my old landlord in la told me to do that she called it grounding it is yeah. um but yeah she i always she was a little nutty but she did have some good insight sometimes yeah this one's um, real <laughs> this is a real one <laughs> um but yeah <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> i like to do that um what else do I do? The water is a huge thing. I hate drinking water. Everybody thinks I'm nuts. I hate um, drinking water too. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. We can agree on that. Cause everybody's like water. What are you want? Water. Like, no, I don't want water. I want freaking everything else but that. Like I'll drink. Anything I'll drink a Lacroix though. Yeah, Lacroix are nice. Give me that. I like the burn. But yeah, like feeling anxious, not feeling anxious. Always drink water. Yeah, but, just drink your water. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that definitely does a lot of times I feel lightheaded and maybe it's because I'm also dehydrated. So So yeah, that's that's know. like another thing is when you get anxious a lot, you it's easy to confuse other things that your body is telling you with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like maybe you do just need to eat some food. Maybe yeah. you do just need to go on a walk. That's another mm-hmm. huge thing is if you if it's, I mean, it's a beautiful day. I went on like a three and a half mile hike today with my coworker and it was really mm-hmm. nice. And I like needed that. I just feel like getting outside of yourself and being in nature and not even being in nature. If you live in the city, whatever, just like go on a walk and just pay attention. Just, just give everything attention to what's around you. Yeah. And that will bring you out of your anxiety, out of your thoughts and just like into the world. Mm-hmm. You can just be connected with it yeah that helps I guess it's a learning it's a learning curve for everybody um Mm -hmm. everybody has their own preferences on what calms them down you know whatever um I don't you have to I'm sorry go on no go ahead I was just gonna say that you have to like take care of yourself after Mm -hmm. you have a panic attack too because that really is exhausting like my back will hurt my neck will hurt because I'm just like tense for hours or whatever and you just just be kind to yourself after and be gentle and don't beat yourself up for it. It's, I don't know, anxiety is a really, I don't, I don't know. I don't get why we have it. It's it's like, it's not doing anything for me. You're just like protecting me from like normal things constantly and making me upset. So, Mm -hmm. but it's, I don't know. I feel like it's really important to try to overcome because there was a point in my life, I think I I was maybe, I think I was, I was 20 at this time, yeah, and I had just lost a close friend to an overdose, and I also got out of a relationship with somebody that I loved, and it just, like, really messed with me, and then there was, like, another death, and then there was, um, a little bit before that, there was a shooting at my high school, so all of this happened in six months, and it was just, like, way, way, way too much for me, and I was living at home at the time, and I just felt, like, I didn't want to be close to anybody. I couldn't handle the anxiety around, like, the vulnerability of losing someone or whatever. Anytime the phone rang, I'm like, I'm not answering that because I don't know what news this person's going to have today. Mm-hmm. I just, like, couldn't – I couldn't handle it. And I'm, I was having panic attacks a lot, and I just shrunk my world more and more and more. And I literally couldn't really leave the house. I, like, couldn't really leave the yard. I just was just trying to exist, and that's it. I was either going to continue living like this or I was going to go back to college mm-hmm. and move in with my friend like I was supposed to do. So I just 
did it. I'm just like, fuck you. Fuck this. I'm not going to do it anymore. And I just sucked it up and did it. And I didn't have anxiety for like a long time after I literally just moved. That's crazy. Yeah. So I don't know. That was like the worst anxiety time Mm -hmm. for me. Ever since then, I have been trying to feel like rebuild myself back up to before that happened. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That that was just the lowest. That was eight years ago now too, or seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So ever since then, it's just been like, in in one way or another, pushing myself with anxiety, and I feel a lot better lately. I mean, for a while, I felt a lot better than that, but mm-hmm. I feel like everything's kind. It's manageable, and I feel like I'm able to enjoy my life. Like there were so many times I'm like, there's no way that I can go on a trip with a friend or with my boyfriend mm-hmm. and here I am it's yeah. like it's not like anxiety needs to control you it really doesn't it just is hard to see that and hard to get out of it because it feels so powerful and so strong but it's not it's a little fucking brat yeah it bitch. is a brat <laughs> <laughs> I hate it I curse it all the time yeah I'm like, why are you making my life this hard, this hard? What did I do to deserve this? Like, right. this is this is ridiculous. But um, it's a mind game. It's convincing yourself that you are stronger than it. Because you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are. Um, but it wants to tell you that you're not. You're not. Yeah. I mean, I've bailed on things before. I've, you know, but I do tell myself all the time, like, I will not let you dictate who I am and what mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to do because that's not fair. Um and what you're telling me is a big deal really isn't a big deal. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Someone asked, does anxiety ever go away? And have we found peace? I I want to say that it, I, I'm in this mode where I'm accepting that it's always going to be a part of my life. But that doesn't mean I'm, I don't find peace. I don't think you find peace and then you're in that state forever. I think it's just a back and forth thing Mm -hmm. and you will eventually learn how to give yourself more moments of peace. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I've definitely found better ways to cope with it. It's a learning curve. So it doesn't, it's not as painful as it used Mm -hmm. to be. Like I'm not having as many panic attacks as I was five, six, seven years ago because I've learned ways to prevent them. They're not always preventable, but you know, it's not nearly as bad as it used to be. I'm definitely more confident than I was five, six, seven years ago. You Me know, too. Um, yeah, I guess like I haven't really found peace with it yet because it's I still struggle with it pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But that's also like where I'm at in my life. I'm back at home with my parents at almost 29 years old. I'm working two jobs, you know, I'm trying to keep up with my bills. So that's constantly causing a stress on me and giving me anxiety. But, you know, it's not going to be like this forever. I keep telling myself that, you know, this is just temporary. It's a temporary thing. But that helps telling yourself if you're in a situation that's making you extremely stressed out right now and extremely anxious, just tell yourself it's not forever because it's not. Everything is temporary. Everything is temporary and you, there's always room to make things better. Not going to be right away. And those options might not be in front of you because right now they don't seem possible at all. But I try to think of situations years ago where I thought the same thing that I'm thinking now and I never thought I would be at this moment or two years ago or whatever. So, um, 
looking back and seeing your progress and how you got out of situations, situations and you didn't even like realize it was happening until it happened, that helps. Mm-hmm. That yeah. definitely helps. Yeah. And I think just paying attention to yourself, being in tune with your emotions is important because there's a lot going on underneath the anxiety that you're feeling. Mm-hmm. I just think there's, we, we have to try to look beyond it, which it's not easy, but yeah. There are a lot of unhealthy ways to cope with anxiety too. Yeah. I feel like you have to just, I don't know, work through it and just like have the self-awareness to try to treat yourself better. Yeah. Like I, I deal with my anxiety pretty poorly. I am not ashamed to admit that. I do I, at times I drink too. a lot. Um, I don't drink a lot. Like I'm not some alcoholic, no. but like I will literally walk into a social setting and immediately try to get as drunk as possible because I'm feeling so anxious. That's a hundred percent not what you should do at all. Yeah. And um, I'm, but that's just kind of what I've been doing and that throughout, you know, me being from my teenage years to my adult life, that's just mm-hmm. kind of how I've dealt with it. And it honestly is a really bad trigger because the next day you feel even more anxious and then right, you just want to drink more. And yep. anxious. Mm-hmm. So definitely don't do that. Um, I'm trying to work on that, but. And I, I yeah. actually deal with it the complete opposite mm-hmm. way where I, <laughs> I don't want to have a drink at all. I don't even want to go out. I don't want to hang out with anybody. I want everybody to leave me alone. I feel like we already had, we already had this We kind of did. I think we did. But like my thing is, yeah, I don't necessarily want to be around people, but I want to distract myself. And also, I have fucking FOMO. Like, I have FOMO. Sh- like, I'm like, if I just sit at home, then everyone's going to forget about me. I <laughs> like, used to what have the FOMO. Hell? I used to yeah. have FOMO. But, like, going out, like, a lot of time people weren't really nice. And I'm yeah. like, would I rather just be a part of this experience where, like, it's not great or just, like, go do whatever I want to do mm-hmm. and be by myself if that's what it's going to be then I don't care I don't know I used to feel I just don't anymore because it's like unless it's like you guys (laughs) yeah I'm not as bad well we'll right we'll right and like I'm not I'm not as crazy anymore like because I work so much I've missed out on so many things like going out wise and I'm like dude it's really not even that big of a deal what did I miss something that I've already done a thousand times had the same conversation same drama like same drama I'm like dude if I miss out on this for a few more months I really (laughs) There are better things it's to be doing. It's going to be fine. But yeah, there, yeah. Yeah. There are better things to be doing. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else. Um, somebody asked, how do I learn the difference between anxiety and intuition? Did I go over that one yet? Mm, I don't think I did. I don't think so. Um, that's a really difficult one because that, I think the only, re- the only way you can know is by being super in tune with yourself. And um, also just like being aware that anxiety is not coming from a reality-based place it's coming from fear and trying to protect you from like anything everything so I don't know I think that intuition they're very different things and I feel like when you are listening to yourself you'll you can feel the place that both of those are coming from and realize that they're separate does that make sense yeah it does I feel like definitely like you can tell a difference um, maybe not always, but that's a tough one because um, I tend to overthink a lot of things and I Me get too. paranoid 
Um, but mm-hmm. I also follow my gut. My gut's a lot of the times correct. So it's yeah, really hard. Yeah. It's hard to depict that. I guess you can kind of, I can kind of guess though, sometimes when I'm like, I'm like, the if in- I'm nervous about something, there's a reason for it, but I don't know. Like, I feel I- like the anxiety thoughts are like crazy. Not to use that yeah. word. I feel like it's not a good word to use, but they're like, they're being extra. Like you kind of know that. Yeah. Like, if you're like fearful to go into your work. Yeah. Like th- that's not intuition. That's just right. you being anxious. Now, if you're uncomfortable about going somewhere because, because of, of yeah, yeah, then, something specific. Yeah. So listen to that. Yeah. Okay. The 21 day habits that we oh, were yeah. doing. Okay. So the self-affirmations are done. Mm-hmm. We didn't love it. I, I took most of mine down and I'm keeping one up because I do really like it and I'm going to leave it I up there. I saw the one. You went yeah. from two to one now or three to one. <laughs> Well, five to one, five to three, then five three to three, three, to three, two, three, 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 three to one. one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I kept, um, I'm at peace with all that has happened, is happening and will happen. I kept that one up because I think that's a really good thing to yeah, look at every morning mm-hmm. and I would love to carry that with me everywhere. So yeah. that one I'm, I'm keeping, but I don't know. I'm sure if you are super into this kind of thing that it works for you. Like I don't doubt it. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I don't have the self-discipline. Yeah, to do that know. one for some reason. Yeah, same. So we were either going to do meditate every day for three weeks or no social media for three weeks, mm-hmm. which wouldn't include the podcast page because we got post. But um, which one should we do? You decide. Why do I have to? <laughs> because I, I, I have the option, so you pick. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean you have the option? I, I picked the options. Oh, oh. You oh, picked the one. Damn it. I know, I'm sorry. Because I, well, I don't know. Because I feel like no social media would be good. I feel like they both would be really good. Yeah. Both are difficult in different ways. I don't ways. know. Like, the thing is, is like, I've actually deleted <clears throat> social media before, and I know what it's like. I've mm-hmm. never tried meditating, so let's, I don't Let's do meditating. Because yeah. I really want it. I want to yeah. do that one because okay. I know when I do it, I feel really good. And it does. Yeah actually affect your entire day so that's a huge i mean people say with anxiety like meditate and for a while i'm like that's kind of annoying because i'm having a panic attack i don't want to meditate but it's not when you're having a panic attack it's literally just like five minutes in the morning or five minutes after work or five minutes before you go to bed or literally however long you want i usually do like 20 minutes but yeah just to bring yourself back to your body and out of your head yeah it's it is really great it's gonna be tough for me because i feel like i have like add brain mm-hmm. i can't shut it off i'm constantly so you don't have to shut it off yeah that's just i mean that's breathe. a huge that's a part of it because i it's not even it's just letting letting the thoughts cycle through and she's like okay back to the breath so like i'll do a thing where i count one two three four five six seven eight nine ten each breath will be a number and then I start over and so that's like one of the tips that they say so you mm. can just like stay focused on your breath or you can probably find um, something on YouTube a little guided meditation but I use Headspace I know there's Calm there's a few different apps that you can use and Headspace you don't I pay for it but mm-hmm. there's like a, a free level or whatever cool. too so I don't know a little guided meditation and also I don't I do think sitting or laying down meditations are good, but you can do walking meditations or whatever. It's just do a little, do a little look into it and see what you think. But yeah, should be interesting. Yeah. So if you guys want to do that one with us, we're doing it. Um, We're doing it starting today. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it every day. (laughs) I'm going five, like five minutes if that's all. And that's the thing. I'm going to say that too. I am going to do it every day. And I'm just, 
I'm holding myself accountable because I'm not going to say, well, we'll see, because then it'll be a well, we'll see, and then I won't do it. Right. So, so we're doing do it. it. Yeah. Every day. I want to do 20 minutes. I'm going to let myself yeah. say five because. Yeah. Yeah. Every cool. day. Okay. All right. We're still not on Apple freaking podcast. We don't know what's going on. I con- I contacted Anchor, um, which is like the platform that you upload things to and they got back to me and they were like yeah they sorry were, about the delay yeah. but we don't know really well they're pretty so, much just saying that like apple's taking a while yeah. with either backed up or whatever i don't understand that because it's been almost like, a month yeah that's it should not be taking that long so apologies i really don't know what else to do I about know. that so i guess we're just playing the waiting game if they Hopefully. don't get back to me in another week i'm gonna reach out to them again and be like hey there's something else I can do. Yeah, because, hopefully it'll be up soon because yeah. it's just – I know there's a lot of people who want to listen and haven't yet mm-hmm. or can't because right. yeah, cause they don't have Stinks. Spotify. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't think you can rate or review on Spotify, but whenever yeah. we get it on Apple Podcasts, yeah. please do that and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Cool. Right. Thanks, Thanks guys. for listening. <laughs> Later. Oh, wait. What? Our next episode. Oh, yeah. Next episode is going to be on self-care and self-love. Yes. And I think that's going to be a really good one. Mm-hmm. Something a little little more, um, something a little happier, a little bit yeah. better. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Bye.